0: I'm Jacob Rodriguez, Editor-in-Chief of the University Star, and you're listening to a University Star podcast. Around here, when you win, it isn't good enough, you know? But when you lose, damn sure ain't good enough. So so what is good enough? You guys need to tell us what is good enough. I guess you get paid to cause controversy, but in this locker room, we're not going to help that call.
1: You, you, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. You're carrying on like a legacy, like your last name, you know? The people that did this in the 80s,
2: They weren't doing it just because, oh, they thought it was a cool hairdo. No, they were doing it because
1: they were badass. What's up, Bobcats? Welcome back to Cats Got Our Tongue. We're on episode 32. I'm here with Colton McWilliams, and I am the sports editor, Claire Partain. Uh, You can follow me at Partain underscore Claire for more sports content. How can people follow you?
2: Uh, People can follow me at Colton B. Mac. At, on Twitter. And then if you want to follow me, if you're brave enough, if you want to follow me at <laughs> on Instagram, you can follow me at Maverick underscore, underscore Cassidy. So. And
1: if you uh, have tuned in in our past episode, uh, Colton has uh, an alias, Maverick Cassidy, so don't let that deter you. <laughs> that is his sports Twitter name, basically. Um, but yeah, okay, so today we're going to talk about softball, and it was a really big weekend for them because they played not only um, a couple of big big name teams but they also played the olympic team.
2: Yeah, this was a really great tournament to see like how kind of our first like preview like oh what what's this team going to be like and i think overall i think we we've got like a really decent team on our hands like mm-hmm. just watching them the games their first game on friday they played a south alabama and you know this is it was i thought this game was kind of more interesting just because like well this is going to be a sunbelt opponent let's see how we do and they won pretty convincingly winning five to two uh megan king you know megan king was megan king this like she pitched almost a perfect game you know only allowing like two runs Mm -hmm. which was pretty good and then our offense you know right out of the gate scores three runs in the first inning so it was it was kind of one of those games like okay like this was a really good start to open up the season officially. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, they play against uh, 15th-ranked Kentucky, which it, it was another game which you would, just looking at is it, it's like, okay, this is like a really tough opponent. How are they, they going to respond and how are they going to play against, you know, one of the top team in the top 15? And surprisingly, they did really well. Like, that's one of... It was almost kind of shocking to see. Like, wow, they played with this team all the way to the 7th inning until Kentucky, you know, won it on like a walk-off single. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, it was disappointing that we lost. But at the same time, we were going toe-to-toe with like one of the better teams in this tournament. And it was really encouraging to see like, okay, this team can play with a lot of people. And then they turn around on Saturday, play Louisville... You know, Louisville wasn't ranked in the top twenty-five, but yeah, it's still one of those big. It's a big-name team. They mm-hmm. they are in the ACC, and to put it simply, they just kicked their ass. Like <laughs> there was no doubts about yeah. it. You know, the big. You know, coming big in that thir- third inning, scoring four runs, going up at least five nothing, and then adding an extra two in that seventh inning. Uh, it sh- it was just one of those like shocking. Like oh wow. The- It was just really shocking to see, like, okay, this team can actually Mm -hmm. beat some really good, like, power five, uh, you know, top major conference teams. Which, it was really shocking, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, we got it. I got an idea, like, where this team can go. And then, they finish off the Saturday playing against 23rd-ranked Auburn, and it was just another, you know, they... Didn't beat Auburn. They lost 3-1, to one, but at the same time, they played with them throughout the entire game, which yeah. was really impressive. I think that's what impressed me over the weekend was they beat the teams who they were supposed to beat, and then when they played... You know, Kentucky and Auburn, they didn't get blown out, mm-hmm. but they played within the entire, you know, seventh innings, which was really impressive.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's not really that disappointing to go and say, oh, we lost to ranked teams, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I, we're not really picked to win those games. So to see us even go toe-to-toe with these guys, you know, we talked about, like, how Coach Rickey, um, she – was really good about, like, she has, like, a pretty tough schedule lined up. And we were like, oh, she probably has a lot of confidence in this team. And you can kind of see why with this tournament. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, you could tell this team should be booming with confidence. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you played against two top-ranked teams and basically played, went toe-to-toe with them through all seven innings, that's really impressive for, you know, like Texas State, like, even though we are the Sun Belt, a lot of people don't expect us to, you know, compete with, you know, your Auburns and your Kentuckys, Mm -hmm. but I think that puts a major, I think that put, like, a major, like, flag in our, just basically saying, like, yeah, we're not playing around this year, we're gonna compete, we're gonna we're going to be a major force in the Sun Belt. And I think it sent a message to a lot of those Sun Belt teams, including Louisiana, saying, like, hey, you know, you're not the top dogs around. Like, we're going to be in that race.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because we played a Sun Belt team and easy, pretty easily defeated. Yeah, pretty too. easily
2: defeated them. Like, it was no ifs, ands, buts about it. Like, we beat them convincingly.
1: Yeah, so that was really promising. And so, you know, we said that they, they you know, stayed pretty close with these two ranked teams, but they also didn't do too bad against the u.s national team on sunday that
2: was probably my favorite you know it was disappointing because i tried to watch the game and like apparently the live stream was out yeah so it was just like oh i guess i'll just follow the box score Mm -hmm. live tracker live stat tracker and it was just it was kind of disappointing but at the same time this was like it was still one of my favorite games to like just kind of watch it play out and then listen to the players and coaches talk about this game it's It was really one of my favorite, like, articles to write, honestly, because it was just so fun, like, listening to the players talk about Cat and then Cat talking about, you know, the players.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I think this is definitely, like, a unique story, not only us playing the team, but also playing against your coach, who's a three-time Olympian. Like, the Mm -hmm. story just gets crazier the more you tell it. And one of my favorite parts, so Colton got to talk to uh, the some of the players after the game, and which was really cool. Um, so you got some firsthand experience. And apparently Kat knows Haley McKay, has known her since she was like 10 years old. Yeah,
2: she has known her since she was like 10 years old. That kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I
1: didn't know that. And
2: it also adds to the fact, like, when you look at the game, Haley McKay scores the only two has two RBIs in the game, mm-hmm. and hit a solo home run off of Cat as well. Yeah. It, it, it was, it just had, it. this story had so many layers. It mm-hmm. just, it was just like one after the other, after the other, after the other. It was honestly kind of amazing just to ride it out and just see it kind of all play out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, and I think it's, I mean, imagine the ego boost. After hitting a home run off a cat. Like that's gotta be crazy. But Haley said she just got lucky, right? Or something yeah,
2: like that. Yeah, she said she kinda said it jokingly. Yeah. It's just like I think I got pretty lucky <laughs> off a couple of those hits, but still it's it's one thing, you know, just hit a home run, but hit it off of your own coach. Yeah. Who's like a who's considered like probably the greatest softball pitcher of all time to be honest mm-hmm. it's still one of those like accomplishments like you'll never forget
1: I hope she got that ball
2: I, she probably did yeah
1: um so yeah that was really cool so yeah it was a 5-2 loss to the Olympic team no biggie nobody's mad about that um and Kat got to celebrate with the uh Texas A&M that was afterwards. one of the
2: coolest moments like because uh, I was following all the pictures through Twitter uh-huh. and there's like a moment where like she's got her arm around like Haley and she's like talking to the to all of her, you know, players, Aww. and it was just like it was just a really sweet moment, and like I just wish like you could capture that moment. Like we were there personally, and we could take pictures, like just yeah. feel the emotions. But still,
1: I wish so much it wasn't in Florida.
2: Yeah, that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but luckily, they're coming back here. So yes, they
2: are coming back here.
1: San Marcos for the Bobcat Classic. It's a tournament. They're starting it off on Thursday, and they're playing our rival. UTSA. Uh, I don't remember what time. What time are they playing? They are
2: playing about 6 p.m. on Thursday.
1: 6 p.m. on Thursday. They're facing their rival. First home game of the season after having a pretty good tournament. So that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, this is
2: one of the, like, I love that we're going to be playing UTSA because mm-hmm. I always feel like these are the games, like, you you want to play and, like, you want to beat your rival so much. And it's cool, like, we get to start off with UTSA on Thursday and then on Friday we go play St. Louis, and then we play St. Louis on Friday, and then we play them again on Saturday, and then kind of do like a little doubleheader. We'll play St. Louis on Fri on, ah, St. Louis on Saturday on the se- the second game against St. Louis, and then we'll turn around and play Wichita State that you know right after, and then on Sunday we'll finish out with another game against Wichita State. So I think. This is will be an interesting, you know, tournament to watch. Just to see, can that can the softball team build that momentum they mm-hmm. generated? You know, it's a, one thing like, oh yeah, we played against you know Auburn and Kentucky. We almost beat them, but now now that it's over with, it's time to focus on like what is the next game? Like, what are we going to focus? How are we going to beat UTSA? How are we going to beat you know St. Louis? Mm-hmm in game one and game two and then how we're gonna finish it off with Wichita State. So yes, I do encourage y'all to come to the to the Bobcat classic this year. It's by the way, like there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on.
1: Oh yeah. This is we were looking at the schedule this week and the next week and the next week after that and like there are a lot of things happening we're gonna talk about baseball in a second, but yeah, there's if you don't have time to go to like every softball game, that's okay because there's like five options this weekend.
2: Yeah, if you there's a lot of options to attend to attend a Texas State athletic event, yeah. and I, we're seriously not joking because you know that Thursday basketball is also playing, yep. and then <laughs> like I said baseball's there and there, you know series and then we got softball during their own term so it is a crazy weekend so you come out and support because there is no excuses you've got three events to come attend to
1: yeah no excuses uh speaking of baseball let's do a little preview of what's going on um so they're starting their season off on valentine's day so you know maybe a little date idea i don't know uh they're playing stony brook which is like a new england team i don't know what state but it's up there they're in the America East Conference, uh, and they won the conference last year, the conference title, went to the tournament, uh, and lost to the number one and number two seed. I kind of forgot who those were last year. But, yeah, so safe to say that it's not, like, it's a pretty good test to see for the first game to see what's going oh, on. Oh,
2: this is definitely a really good test. Yeah. going <laughs> against a team that, you know, want, any team that wins their conference championship is no doubt, it's like, It's a big deal. It's a big deal, so... Like you got the interview coach Trout mm-hmm. yesterday. Like yes. what was what did he what was his thoughts?
1: Um he's honestly much more excited. He made it seem like these past 6 and 7 months he's just been waiting to have his first mm-hmm. game as head coach to see his players play. So he's like, you know, obviously I want to win, but and he wants to to see like really how these people how these new people coming in play uh in a game situation under the lights, you know, it's a different situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but his biggest thing was he was just really excited to see them play. So I think it should be pretty cool. Um, he's So we've got some returners. Uh, Will Hollis was selected to the All Sun Belt team uh, for a designated hitter. He hit two home runs against Texas last year in that. Oh,
2: that game. was that like crazy game. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> so he's pretty uh pretty dope. He did like a had a bunch of RBIs. You can look at it in the paper. Shameless plug. I wrote a baseball preview. Um. So he's one of the people to see. Uh, we've got uh a couple more returners. Uh, But it's kind of a newer team, I think, honestly.
2: Yeah, just looking – like, I noticed, like, on the infield, like, we mostly have everyone back. You know, we have Will Hollis. I think we have, like, Trivion Benton and then Mm -hmm. um, John Rutheridge. Like, there are some – Yeah, there are
1: some returners. There are
2: some names that I recognize on the – like, especially on the offensive side, Mm -hmm. you know, batting-wise. But my – my main question is like, what's the pitching stuff? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm not sure about, and you know, I really didn't get like too much of an answer pitching wise. So I guess we'll have to see whenever he comes. I guess to plays.
2: because they're they're replacing a lot. I think we replacing. I think most of our starters. Yeah. Which is, that's kind of a big concern going at, going into the season. Like, just me looking at it, you know, comparing them. Yeah. You know, last year's rosters to this year's roster. And like, everyone who had, like, majority of our wins is gone. You know, Hunter McMahon was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor Rack was gone. Like, a lot of these big, you know, pitchers who were big, big in our starting rotation are, like, not there. And then, you know, our closing, our bullpen, you know, is mainly intact. We yeah. still got our closer, but... It's really going to be interesting to see how our our starting rotation is going to handle, especially when there's literally no experience between yeah. any of them. So it'll be, and it's, I think that's what we're we're probably going to focus on. It's like how is this rotation going to handle against Stony Brook? Like I so said, we said Stony Brook is no joke. Like they are a pretty no decent joke. team. So it's going to add like a little bit of pressure to them. See how the, how do they step up?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first time, you know, Trout sees a game as a head coach. So really the season is like kind of crazy in a couple of ways because it's his first time uh coaching as head coach and then we've got the whole new pitching starter. So there's a lot of question marks.
2: And a, also out. having, you know, Coach Harrington not there for yeah, the first time exactly. in like 20 years. Like he was
1: what was he the most win, the winningest He
2: was a, he's the winningest coach in Texas State history. Yeah. Has the most... Like, he's done everything. You know, the baseball program's, like, really young Mm -hmm. because it started in, like, 1985. Yeah. And so Coach Harrington is basically the mainstay of, like, Texas State baseball. Like, he's the one who's won the most games, the most conference titles, and the Mm -hmm. most NCAA... He's, like, seriously done everything for this program. Yeah, he was the one. So, like, it's really like we're seeing not only a new team this year, but almost like a new program, like, blossoming before our very eyes. So it's going to be... Really interesting to see how this team responds. Yeah,
1: I think that's what makes this new, this season opener so much more exciting and more interesting Mm -hmm. is we're really going to see the new dynamic because, yeah, it's kind of like a new program. And I think it's safe, you know, it's kind of easy to say that this will be like a rebuilding year and won't be that great since it's his first year as head coach. And they kind of didn't get picked that well in the Sun Belt. But I don't want to write them off just yet. I think they could be pretty good.
2: No, I don't want to write them off just yet because I think the Sun Belt West is open. Yeah. I don't think they're usually obvious favorite. I think it's wide open between, you know, us, UTA, and then um, I think Louisiana. I think those are the main three teams kind of in that mix. So it's not... I don't want to say like we're, you know, the underdogs, but like we're right in the mix. I mean, yeah. it's not like we're completely rebuilding. It's just like we, it'll be interesting to see how the pitching, it's mainly our focus is going to be how's the pitching stuff going to, especially the starting rotation, going to respond yeah. and like who's going to step up and like who's going to lead us. So it's, it's a lot of mystery to this baseball season. Mystery. If you really. I
1: like that. <laughs> Yeah, so go see the mysterious baseball team on Valentine's Day. They also play a doubleheader on Saturday, and they play on Sunday, I believe. So if you can't on Valentine's Day, there's a few other days to do it. But, yeah, like we said, there's a lot going on with baseball and softball, mm-hmm. with the Bobcat Classic for softball, and then this first season opener. So try to make a game or two. I don't know. Um you have anything else about baseball or softball?
2: I think that is it, just come to in the games. Like, this is – I think it's rare to see like have a softball you know tournament and Texas State baseball going going up at the same time. So, and, and like I said, you are free. These games are free. You don't have to pay any money. You exactly. just show up. Yeah,
1: so. and they're a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah. All right. So thanks, Colton. Uh, see you next week. And I'm gonna bring in Kate Andrews in a second, and we're gonna talk about men's and women's basketball this past weekend and what's coming up this week. Uh, thanks, Colton. Yep. Yeah. All right, so now I'm back on with our basketball expert, Cade Andrews. What's up, Cade?
0: What's going on, everybody? You know, once again, back uh, talking about basketball, another week of it. Uh, Texas State, we, uh, we failed to App State this weekend. You know, it was it was a rough game. But, we, you know, let's talk about the good thing. We beat Coastal Carolina, and we scored 100 points that game.
1: That was crazy. Crazy. Uh,
0: was the that game like 100 to like 67? We won by over 30 points. I think we had like six, five or six players finished with double figures. Quinn Scott, 13, Nigel Pearson, 20, Mason Harrell, you know, 10. Uh, Eric Terry, I think, had double digits as well. We had a bunch of them. But aside from that, you know, we wanted to win the game at App State. We lost 60 to 57. And the main, you know, the main key of that game was Nigel Pearson was out due to personal reasons. But... We could talk about that. Congratulations to Nigel Pearson. He is having a baby girl.
1: Congrats. Yeah, it's really exciting. And
0: so, yeah, obviously he has to be there for that, so he could not play with us on Saturday. And uh, we fell to App State 60-57. And when you look at the game, and, in fact, I watched that game, we didn't score, like, the last eight minutes.
1: Oof. Okay. Not so- a
0: single point the last eight minutes of the game. So
1: that was our downfall then.
0: Yeah, and we only lost by three.
1: Yeah, I know, man. I hate those losses like
0: that. I mean, if you just – if you take, you know, a look at the game, you just – you you fall along and you say, wow. Like, because we had an 18-point lead in the first half. Mm-hmm. And even with that 18-point lead, I was still not comfortable. I'm just like
1: – You felt something? I just
0: – because App State, they would score just a little bit and then their home crowd would get right into it. You know, I could feel that, you know, through the TV, I could sense that. Mm-hmm. And just they started chipping away, chipping away, and eventually – With, like, four minutes left in the second half, they took the lead. And they had not had the lead since they were up 13-8 in the first half, which was, like, with 11 minutes to go. So did you see the game at all? Did you hear about it?
1: I didn't watch the game. I heard about it, and I heard, uh, as I was watching or as I was just chilling, um, Aiden was like, "Nigel's not playing. Like, what's going on?" So I actually didn't know what was going on there until like Monday or so. But.
0: Yeah, no, I was actually on Twitter and I saw Nigel Pearson had his baby girl, and I mm-hmm. thought they played today. Is he? Is he? Was he there for that? Out. And then when I noticed he wasn't playing, and then they said personal reasons. I could you know put two and do together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know he's he wanted to go celebrate having his baby girl, and uh, you know that's one of the key questions. The key factors is. Do we, you know, no Nigel Pearson? Is is that a reason why we lost this weekend?
1: I mean, I think that some of our players still stepped up, like with the 18-point yeah. lead oh, and yeah. stuff. But, I, I mean, it doesn't hurt
0: It's always, your star player It's, play, it's always easy to, to say, oh, we lost because we didn't have, have our star player. Yeah. But it's a game we could have won. That's why it's, you know.
1: That's why it's so frustrating. It's not because Nigel wasn't there.
0: Yeah, you know, you don't want to always rely on our star player. He's going to have bad games. Yeah. You know. If we, you know, if we play with him on Thursday and we lose, well, you know, we can't make that excuse anymore. But anyways, you know, the question is how are they going to respond to this? They lost to UT Arlington. They came back. They won, you know, three straight games. Mm-hmm. They lost, you know, they were 1-4 and four in the conference to start off. They won six out of seven games. I guess now it would be seven out of nine games. So they lost to App State. How are they going to respond this Thursday? And this Thursday, they're taking on uh, Arkansas Little Rock, which, by the way, is 11-2 in conference, 17, or 18-7 and seven overall. So they're the first team in Sunbelt. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. Will you be at the game?
1: Uh, maybe. I'm not sure yet. Are you going to kill me if I say I might not?
0: I mean, you know, <laughs> we need all the support we can get. I mean, I can... no,
1: it is like the biggest game.
0: It is Other a big game. UTA
1: game, probably.
0: I don't know much about this Arkansas Little Rock team. I haven't seen them play. I know we lost to them 72 to 68 back early January, and I was actually following along with that game. We had an 11 point lead at the half, and we fell. And I'm thinking, I don't know what happened in that second half. And that's just uh, the summary of this Texas State team is, you know, they either take a lead in the first half or they bounce back. That's like. They're a one-half team. One half definitely that's summarizes true. the game.
1: I mean, wasn't the 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 game um, the 100-point game?
0: That was a complete game, both you yeah. know, both ways.
1: That's why it was so exciting. Yeah, because, like you see how how well they can do if they're like consistent throughout the game.
0: Yeah, and that's you know that's against ULM. They scored 47 in the second half. It's like wow, where was this in the first half? And so. We just need, you know, two solid halves from this team, and then this basketball team would be hard to beat. So we're hoping for that against Little Rock on Thursday. Um, and then we take on Arkansas State on Saturday. By the way, the next four games are at home. so
1: That's pretty exciting.
0: We need to, you know, we need to – this game on Thursday is crucial because I believe right now we're tied for fourth in conference. Mm-hmm. So – we lose this one we're kind of back at you know where we were a month ago so this game on thursday it it is a big
1: yeah if we went to little rock that should show that like we can potentially you know take the tournament maybe even you know some of those yeah like that so that's pretty exciting yeah
0: i mean really the biggest thing about the sun belt is how you do in you know conference in the conference tournament Mm -hmm. but obviously you want to win these games so you have good seating yeah, you know, that's get, definitely important. Get too. a game off and yeah. stuff, and, and overall just build confidence. Cause I think that was the problem with last year's team is yeah they started losing some games towards the end, and they were originally first and they went all the way to fourth.
1: Yeah, they kind of had like a bad run there.
0: So I just I want this team to pick up some wins, you know, build mm-hmm. some confidence into the in the tournament. Yeah. So,
1: and these are some of the last games that we'll get to see Nigel play.
0: Yeah, these are the last four home games of the season. And so, so I'm uh, I'm a little sad about that. I'm and not Eric lie. Terry. And Eric Terry, and uh, that I it, believe that's it. Is that it? Yeah, that is it. That's
1: it. So those, but those are some people that we've seen play. We, you
0: know, we've seen play. We've grown up with, and yeah. we've seen develop, and we saw Nigel Pearson break the school record. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be you know rough seeing him at his last home game.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, but you
0: know it's exciting at the same time to see what he could do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to soak up these last four games, hear about what they did in the turn, how they do in the tournament, and then see what Nigel's up to in the future. Hopefully, some pro stuff. Or something.
0: Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun to follow for sure.
1: All right, so let's talk about women's basketball now. Um, frustrating.
0: Yeah, Wait, yeah, frustrating. <laughs> just just to say the, that's the way you could describe it. Oh uh,
1: yeah. I thought that they would maybe like take that UTA win and kind of run with it. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you, know,
1: you said they're gonna win every game after that. I, not
0: I to quote have, you, on that, you know I'm sorry. maybe I said that maybe I didn't. But <laughs> I, I you know I was hoping you know obviously that was one in a million. But I was hoping we'd get that. But yeah, it was clearly it's not gonna happen. Um, they lost to they lost to both teams, Coast Carolina and App State yep. this weekend. Now they're one in ten in conference. And nine and fourteen overall, something like that. Something like that, yeah. They were they were six and two at the beginning of the season.
1: They had like what they had a win streak of like was it six games? I don't
0: think it was six games, but they were six and two. I yeah, believe.
1: they were six and two at the beginning. They did really well before conference, especially at home. That might have been it. It was like some sort of win streak at home for a long time. I yeah, think, just
0: so. something set them off guard. And they've been competing with some of these teams, you know, other oh. other than the thirty four point loss to Troy. But they've, you know, they've had a lead going in the fourth quarter seven seven times, something like that, yeah. in Sunbelt Conference.
1: It's so disappointing. And
0: so you think about what could this team have, you know, what could have been if they closed these games out.
1: You know, one thing I've learned through this year's women's basketball program is that you can never – you should never be confident enough to stop checking up on a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely true. I've seen the score, oh, we're up by 10 at this. Oh, we're up – you know, oh, and we yeah. ended up losing. I checked at the end of the game, like, Wait, it's shocking. we lost. It
1: really shocks you, and I—that's what makes it more frustrating. It's just like the uh, the men's basketball game this weekend. You know, they could have won. Yeah,
0: that's that's never that's the summary of the women's basketball season is could have or if, and there's many different ways to look at it. Obviously, you know seven blown leads that's that's not looking too good
1: no I, I i don't know if there's much room to turn around anymore there's really
0: not the really what i'm hoping for is maybe they could uh because only 10 teams only the top 10 out of the 12 go to the mm-hmm. uh, the tournament and so i'm hoping maybe they could finish 10th and get a tournament spot at least <laughs> give us a game to watch in the yeah. tournament
1: we're 11th right now we're not last
0: we are not last i
1: thought we were last
0: so we just need to pass up one more so team. So we
1: need to pass one team. I forgot I who's it is behind us.
0: I believe it is Louisiana Monroe. Oh, okay. And then Georgia Southern oh, yes, is above is. us. Yes, it is. So yeah. we need to somehow, you know, we need to – I think we need to get a win this weekend.
1: Yeah, maybe we can. You know, they're going to be away, by the way. So
0: They're playing, you know, they're playing the same teams we are. Little Rock are. and Arkansas State. Little Rock, you know, on Thursday and then Arkansas State on Saturday.
1: Yep. Yeah, so – I don't know how good Little Rock and Arkansas State are doing
0: in they are. B- you know? I don't know how they're doing in conference. I know that they're both under five hundred for the season on the record. Okay. So, so I believe they're I believe they're like in the middle of the pack.
1: Okay. So it's doable for it sure. It is doable. It's I always think, doable. I
0: think we should have beaten Coastal Carolina on Thursday. Which yeah. actually, you know, while we're at it, let's talk about the game for a little bit. Oh for sure. Uh I can't think of what her name is. Number zero for our team. She got into like a little f- in a uh, fight. Johnson. No. Johnson. Jayla yes. Johnson. Johnson yes. yes. Uh she got I into heard about a scuffle. That from you. And uh <laughs> yeah, she got ejected along with uh no, the coastal player did not get ejected. But that definitely made a difference in the game. They got two technical foul shots. Ugh. They hit both of those. And we even we cut the lead down to five in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then a turnover led to a steal and a bucket, and they took the lead by seven and that just killed our momentum. But we were there with him the whole way.
1: Yeah, we were obviously fighting for it. Literally. It's
0: just we need to finish we need to finish games.
1: Yeah, finishing is key and it just hasn't happened.
0: I mean, this is a young team and maybe we could think, Oh, next season will be better. Yeah. But I mean, we want this now.
1: I mean, unfortunately, I won't be here. You won't be here. Yeah, that's you know, that's that's a tough part <laughs> that's about it. The reality it. is, you know, we wanted to see it happen now, but yeah, it is a young team, so they have potential. It is
0: a young team, but they are losing, you know, the Holly twins, so that will hurt. So that there's there's work. many different ways to look at it. Yeah. Just you know.
1: I hope Coach Z
0: that's that's a that's a big topic is yeah. will she be here next year
1: yeah I love her I want her to be here. I want her
0: to be here too and I hope and I hope they win some games so she can keep her job because yeah. I believe she is a good coach I don't know what I just think this season is just was just a bad season yeah I don't think there's really anyone to point fingers at it just did not work out I believe coach Z I mean we've seen her win some games
1: mm-hmm. yeah I think you know people good coaches can have bad seasons but yeah. this is just a really bad season, so I'm worried about how the athletic program is going to see Yeah, this that is
0: Yeah, that is something to be determined in the future. So yeah. we'll find out as as the news comes out.
1: Yeah, we can't predict the future, but we do know that men's basketball is here this weekend playing Little Rock, number one conference team. So be there. I'll probably be there, Cade, so don't worry. I just wasn't sure yet. All right, sure that's yet. good to hear. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's about all. Do you have anything else?
0: Uh, that is it.
1: All right. Well, thanks, guys. Once again, I'm Claire Partain, the sports editor, and this was basketball expert Cade Andrews. See y'all next week.